Hello and welcome to Wayward Witch, a pagan podcast. My name is Miranda, and I'll be guiding you along this journey to explore non-denominational witchcraft for the modern practitioner every Tuesday. You can find us on your preferred podcast provider, or by following the links on Twitter at WayWitchCast, or on Facebook and Instagram at WayWitchPodcast. Feel free to reach out for questions, concerns, or even just to chit-chat, as I do love to hear from all of you. Let's walk this path together. So I want to start this out with apologizing for the sound of my washer in the background um, and for not recording in the last couple of weeks. So today we're going to be talking about something that's a little bit off of the beaten path that a lot of people don't talk about in witchcraft. And that's what we do during sad witch hours. So today is going to be a bit of a ramble cast. I don't have a script in front of me in order to do this um, because quite frankly, it's a bit taxing right now. Um, So I haven't recorded in the last couple of weeks because I've been having sad boy hours, (laughs) which you probably wouldn't be able to tell because, you know, I'm I'm generally a very bubbly, happy person, um, but facts are facts. Um, like a lot of people of the millennial generation, uh, I want to say you guys are Z. Um, I, I do struggle with mental health issues, as many of you do, I, I assume, and I suppose. I know a lot that I do reach out to do struggle with their own, with their own battles. Um, so I, I feel like this is really important to talk about, especially considering that winter is approaching. It's getting really dark outside. We're not getting the sunshine that we need, and... The holidays are upon us, <laughs> and and I know, and everybody else knows that that's a very stressful time. Whether it's because your family is really unsupportive, or you've lost people this year, or in recent memory, um, there's there's a lot going on right now. So um, I think it's really neat to kind of do a little bit of introspection here and to look at our craft and how it can kind of correlate to our our mental state so of course like i've explained before in a previous episode we can obviously go the meditation route there are so many podcasts youtube channels um, other resources online whether in print or by listening that offer you options for guided meditations in case you are really unfamiliar with how to go about the meditative process Um, if you haven't listened to the episode that I'm referring to previously, um, just to kind of debunk a theory that a lot of you may have meditation is not about completely clearing the mind. Um, I don't know anybody that can do that. We're all very busy people with very busy mindsets, especially in a time where we have constant stimulus due to, um, the, the internet age. So don't, don't think that you have to clear your mind. It's all about focus. So go ahead and and look into things like guided meditation. Um, I may look into doing one for you guys here, you know, in the, in the near future, um, cause some, some of you reached out and said that my voice is calming, which I'm, I'm deeply flattered. So maybe I can lull you into a sleep, <laughs> but, um, yeah, definitely, definitely look up meditation practices. Um, another thing that we can really incorporate is aromatherapy. I know a lot of you are really big into lavender. I personally default to, um, 
to rosemary. Rosemary is my go-to scent. It is my go-to um, smoke cleansing. Um, rosemary is very calming for me. So is sandalwood. Anything that kind of evokes a sense of, of calm to you. We can also look at aromatherapy in ways of, you know, the potions and tinctures aspect that we've talked about before. Um, especially whenever we're incorporating teas. One of the things that we experience whenever we drink any kind of warm beverage is the scent of it. That that scent just kind of punches you right in the nose, and it does create a certain sense of nostalgia or calm or alertness, depending on what type of tea that you're drinking. So my, my favorite tea personally for whenever I need to bring a little bit of the happy back in, as well as ease a bit of my anxiety, is chamomile and mint. Now, I came across this this flavor of tea at the Pagan Picnic in St. Louis, Missouri. If you are local, I highly suggest that you go. Um, there is a tent that sells chamomile and mint tea that's sweetened with honey. And this festival is held in the middle of summer, so it's really hot. And the cool thing about this tea is that it it gives you the illusion that it's cold no matter what. Um, but the chamomile is very calming. The mint is very uplifting. It's a very happy, joyous drink. So whenever I get slapped with the sads pretty hard, I, I really like that combination. I currently don't have any. Um, if you are one of the very few people that know where I live, please feel free to bring me tea. <laughs> but, um, no, definitely, definitely look into teas and tinctures and anything that could possibly bring a sense of happiness into you. Um, you can also incorporate incense. I've been burning um, patchouli here recently. Um, not because, like, patchouli doesn't really invoke a sense of, of peace or happiness within me. I have a very um, tumultuous relationship with patchouli. I feel like most of the time, if it's not blended properly, it smells like hippies and dirt, um, which if hippies and dirt is your thing, by all means, it's just not mine. Um, but I've been burning patchouli because I prefer my house to smell like a temple, um, which is kind of funny because my house does not resemble a temple in any fashion whatsoever, um, because like I, I have the sads, um, and that means my house is a wreck right now. Um, and, and that's something that we can talk about, too. I understand that a lot of us who do struggle with any kind of anxiety disorders or any sort of depression, um, that we kind of let our life get away from us. And I've been looking at YouTube videos about that recently where there is this particular cleaner who had spoke about, um, don't, don't overburden yourself, do one task a day. Um, whether that's just picking stuff up off of the floor or doing your dishes or cleaning your bathroom. For me, cleaning the bathroom is the easiest thing. It's the smallest room in my house. Um, it takes me literally 10 minutes to do. Not that big of an issue. But the thing is, is that whenever we do clean up the chaos a little bit, we are, we are releasing um, dopamine into our brain and endorphins. And we have all those happy chemicals of, ta-da, I finished a project. So that's something that could definitely assist you. And I'm sure some of you are listening to that and going, well, why does that tie into, into magic? Um, 
I think we all need to kind of step back and realize that magic is something that we can do even in the most mundane of ways. I personally, being a heathen, as many of you know, um, the part one of the things about being a heathen is that we don't necessarily choose pick and choose which gods that we that we worship. What we do is that we worship the whole while doing acts for one or the other, depending on exactly what we're doing. So whenever I do clean my house and whenever I do dedicate my time and my efforts to kind of um, making my home a little more comfortable, a little more inviting, that's a duty that I do specifically for the home and hearth gods and goddesses, um, particularly Freya. Um, she, she is a hearth and home goddess, um, protector of children and all that fun stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely any kind of efforts that you have that you're struggling with, dedicate that to a god or goddess of your choice. Do it as a means of worship for them because all acts can be worship. One of the things that you really don't want to do during this time is any kind of offensive magic. Um, I personally hold myself accountable by the three-day rule, understanding that I have impulse impulse issues. Um, I could be a little bit impulsive. Um, I will not do any sort of offensive magic on a whim. If something is bothering you, if you feel any kind of um, negativity, give it three days, mull it over, see if it still affects you after that three days, and then go on about that. So during the dark time, during what I like to call crone season, um, we want to back away from that a little bit more. We want to be a little bit more honest with ourselves. A lot of the things that are going on around us, we can uh, we can solve by the most mundane of means, whether it's through communication or cutting people out of our lives. Sometimes the greatest banishing spell you can use is the block button on social media. Um, blocking people does not mean that you lost. Um, I know that I've been in conversations with some people that have been cutting toxic individuals out of their life. Um, and it, it really is that simple. If, if that's something that you're struggling with, cut them off. Give it that three-day rule. Try not to default to hexes and any kind of banishing bindings, anything like that. Um, give it give it a rest. Think it over. There, While I personally don't believe in karma, I do believe that there are consequences for every action that we do take. Um, and you don't want to deal with a consequence over a whim. Um, it's... It's not worth it. A practice that's been helping me personally, whenever I get the sads, as I like to call it, um, because I, I'm not I'm not diagnosed depressed, so I try to veer away a little bit from using the word depression because people tend to get the uh, the wrong idea. But one of the things that has recently started to help me is whenever I do feel down, I start looking towards the lore of my faith in order to see what the gods would do or what my ancestors would do. And I came across this beautiful article by Word Words on Pathios. And one of the one of the excerpts from it says, The Allfather is not a happy person by nature. Time and again we see him weighed down by regret and burdened by the weight of the fates he cannot control. 
as his story progresses this constant struggle changes him as a person he becomes more and more cynical eyeing the world with less hope and more skepticism so a lot of us can relate to that because that's how any sort of depressive state can make us we become disenchanted with the world and it's a little comforting to understand that i can I'm, I'm allowed to feel this way in a grander scheme of things. It, it allows me to give myself permission to feel down because if the, the all father himself, the, for lack of better terms, um, I'm sure you see the little explicit marker on, on my podcast. Um, for, for lack of better terms, the Billy badass of Norse paganism also deals with depressive episodes and, it lets me know that it is not a weakness. Um, the only time that it can become a weakness is whenever I allow it to consume me. And that's something that we need to remember whenever we are feeling down is that our, our struggles, um, this, not our struggles, but the emotional reaction to them doesn't have to become our identity. We all age over time. I'm sure most of you are above the age of five. Um, and there are so many things that we have overcome before that may be greater than what we're currently going through. And we need to look into that sense of strength that we had before and go, okay, I've done this before. I've got this. I'm going to still allow myself a moment to, to feel though. And that's, that's something that we all need to do as well. In case you haven't told yourself today that you are allowed to feel bad, that you are allowed to feel depressed, that you are allowed to be angry or any other negative emotion, I will personally give you permission to do that. I understand that there's this huge culture of positive thoughts only, good vibes only. I find that to be a little bit toxic. Um, while it's while we should be positive, while we should look at life with a little less cynicism, we should still understand the validity and the sanctity even of our negative emotions. On a personal note, I usually manifest my my depressive episodes with rage um i am a very angry person i will <laughs> i will openly admit that um and with that one of the things that i am reminded about pretty often is a quote by my favorite author who i always refer to as our lord and savior neil gaiman um, in the book american gods which is now a tv show he states um through a nazi or mr nancy he he says angry gets shit done and that's one of the things that we can do in the magical sense with our emotions as well we can use those emotions to to fuel um our our actions we can use the the anger and the the more intense emotions that aren't necessarily depressive that leave us you know in our bed not doing anything not recording podcast episodes for two weeks <laughs> we can we can use those emotions in order to get things done um and yeah i i understand i'm rambling and i apologize um one of the things that I did also want to touch up on is that in order to cope and in order to get over these negative things, there are two major things that I personally swear by. And one of them that I really struggle with, um, 
The one that I really struggle with is developing a routine. Whenever we develop a routine in our lives, we we create a sense of stability. And whenever everything else is going wrong with us psych- psychologically, it's so much easier to cope and to manage our lives whenever there's that stability of a routine. So if you do struggle with routine, like I do, I would personally suggest, like I suggest to literally everybody, (laughs) to start a bullet journal or any kind of journaling that you like, or to start setting alarms, whether it's just adding one thing to your routine, whether it's just waking up at the same time every day, because whenever we develop one routine, the other ones typically fall into place over, over time. Um, so routine is very beneficial. The other thing that I'm actually pretty good at, um, and I, I tout this all the time is to rely on your support group. And that can tie in a little bit too with witchcraft, especially if you are part of a coven. So if you are part of a coven, if you aren't a solitary practitioner, definitely reach out to them. Those are your brothers and sisters in faith. And so many people don't realize that we can rely on each other during our own personal struggles. You, I, I get a lot of people that come to me and say, oh, I don't want to burden you with my stuff because I know you're going through your own thing. But I, I find a sense of strength whenever I'm helping other people overcome as well. So I can overcome my own things while I'm helping you overcome your own if that makes sense. Because usually I'll talk myself into a solution. It'll be like, oh, well, I'm offering you this solution. And I didn't think of that for myself yet, because I don't place enough value on myself. So I'm going to try that because that seems like a really good idea. And you can work on it together. And you can talk about the results. And it develops a really great bond. Um, But whenever everything else fails, If you are unable to reach out to people, which if you are unable to reach out to people, reach out to me. I am always willing to listen. I don't care if you and I have a bad history. I don't care if we don't know each other. I don't care about any of that. Um, I would prefer to hear that somebody is alive and kicking than to get the news that one of you isn't here anymore. Um, So reach out. If you can't reach out, if you don't have access to paper and a pen, if you don't have access to magical ways, which everybody has access to magical ways, but we're not touching that right now. (laughs) If, If nothing else is working, the one thing you can do all the time is go for a walk. Even if you are immobile, even if you are wheelchair bound or anything like that, get outside go outside, go breathe, get some fresh air, open up your windows if you need to, do something to get outside and to just be present in the world. We kind of make our homes this own little biodome for ourselves and to some of our younger listeners or those of you who are still living, you know, at home with family, um, it gets even worse because your own room becomes your own biodome. So get out get out for a few minutes, even if it's just a walk around the block, even if you're just walking around your house or just walking to the mailbox, being engulfed in nature, even in an urban sense is so beneficial to yourself. Um, I am TikTok trash. 
<laughs> I, I recently started browsing videos on the app TikTok, like so many other people are. It's a good stress reliever for me. And one of the people that I follow is a therapist. I don't know his name right now, um, but I will cut this off for a second and look. All right. So that is Dread Behemoth, D-R-E-A-D-B-E-H-E-M-O-T-H. Dread Behemoth is a doctor in psychology, MFTA, and a cosplay nerd for any of you that are interested in that. But all of his videos are based on therapy and any kind of coping skills and everything like that. Um, and one of the things that he does talk about is, is walking, going for a walk. And one of the things that really kind of resonated with me in the sense of going for a walk, not only just, you know, being a nature-based pagan, but um, for those of us who do struggle with anxiety and depression or, you know, any kind of depressive um, disorder or situational depression, whatever, you get it by now. Um, walking kind of engages the fight or flight instinct, which is something that we all struggle with whenever we are dealing with, with anxiety. So that kind of alleviates it because you are literally flighting at that point you are walking away you are moving your body exercise is really important exercise is also really sacred in paganism um <laughs> if, if you're not aware of that i will definitely do an episode on that even though i should not be the expert on that because i am a pudgy potato that looks like a busted can of biscuits but i am okay with that because lizzo tells me to be um so go for a walk in just completely indulge in nature. And most of the times whenever I go for a walk or a hike, I always bring something back with me for my altar, um, whether it's a pine cone or a stick. I have a giant stick with thorns on it sitting on my altar right now. I'll bring back rocks. You cannot take me to a river and expect me not to start picking up rocks. Um, make sure that wherever you are walking, that that's permitted. Um, but get outside get outside, even if it's cold, go outside. Um, I, I do understand that up here in the Northern hemisphere, it is holy crap cold right now. Um, but as somebody who's been dealing with cabin fever here lately, going outside is majorly beneficial. Um, now I do know that I've kind of rambled on <laughs> this bad podcast today. Um, and, and I want to, I want to apologize for that kind of, I guess. I want to apologize for the ramble, not for the length of the episode. I know a lot of you are, are constantly telling me that I need to make longer episodes. Um, but that's a, that's a little bit difficult, seeing as writing out the scripts for episodes right now is about seven to eight pages of work. Um, it's a little burdensome. If any of you ever want to give me ideas on... <laughs> on what to do for an episode that's also greatly beneficial. But I suppose I won't apologize for the length today. So I know today wasn't so deeply engrossed in the occult, and I do promise that we're going to get back to that next week. Um, but I, I do feel like it's incredibly important. Um, I recently had my tarot cards read, and... I was told to stop being stagnant um, and to actually get off my butt and do stuff. And then both of my astrology apps, if you don't have them, um, you totally should. Um, but both of my astrology apps did tell me that um, I need to actually not dawdle today. So <laughs> um, I honestly had nothing planned. Again, got slapped with the sads. 
So I, I thought it was very important to kind of reach out and let you guys know that it's okay to be sad and it we can incorporate our sads into our our magical practice in a way of healing. Um, those apps, by the way, if you do not have, um, if you have iOS, like an iPhone, you can download CoStar. Um, I'm personally on there. If you would like to add me, my, my CoStar handle is I taste flesh, all one word. Please don't judge me. <laughs> and if you have Android, you can download the app, The Pattern. Um, so definitely give those a look. Um, if you like to be held accountable for all of your crap all the time, like I do, um, you will, as, as you young folks like to say now, get red and get your weaves snatched. I don't, I don't know how to, (laughs) how to go about that. I like to say that I'm being attacked. Um, but definitely download those apps if you would like to. Um, there are also so many mental health apps out there. Um, I will probably link them in Facebook today and probably try to reach out on Instagram. I know it's been a while, um, but I am doing my best and thank you all for being so patient with me. Um, you, you guys are absolutely amazing and I love every single one of you. Um, yeah. So don't forget witchlings. Be kind, be brave, be unstoppable. I'll see you next time.